episode 54. What's going on, guys? I'm your host, Gavin Saunders, and I appreciate you joining me for another episode of the White Tail Bloodline Podcast. I got my co-host, John, the Kansas King, with me once again. And our guest on this episode is Orlando. He just killed this Iowa giant. I don't know if you've seen it on social media, but it is an absolute freak. And that's what he actually named this buck, Freak Nasty, just because I had some kickers, had some drop times. He killed it during the October lull. It's real. It's not real. He killed a giant, so there's that. And he had a lot of summer history with this buck. So it's a cool episode. He's a great guy. Me and John had a fun time talking with him. And uh, let's just get into it. Let's get Orlando on the phone and appreciate you guys listening. Is. What's going on, Orlando? Not too much, guys. How you doing? doing Pretty good, man. man. I want to hear about this giant. Oh, man. I, he's one heck of a bug, guys. I, I, I can't even. So it's just been one heck of a crazy year. I uh, The the property I was hunting him at, I, um, I got access to it for pheasant season a couple of years ago. And when I was out there, pheasant season, you know, it was great, great spot for that, you know. But then when I ended up deer hunting it last year, um, I sat on it a couple times, once with a friend, once just by myself, and wasn't seeing any deer. So I was getting really skeptical about this property. I was like, there's no deer here, you know. It's just it's more of a pheasant spot. So I honestly just left him alone. And then my brother and his girlfriend and I were turkey hunting, um, the, the the neighboring property or whatever we got permission to go to the neighboring property to get some birds and uh we were coming over back to the the, the field or whatever i ended up shooting this deer at and uh i'm coming over the hill or we're coming down this ridge and i'm looking at a spot on this property and i'm like you know what that is part of this farm where i haven't been at it's totally like secluded and tucked away from everything else i'm like if i was a big buck that is where i would be at so that was during turkey season so uh, did a little bit of scouting, you know, put the boots on the ground, you know, started looking for good buck sign in that area. Then every single time we would go in that area to for, either put a trail camera or, you know, put a, uh, at the time, you know, when it's summertime, we put a little bit of corn out or whatever it was. And then, uh, we were always spooking out big bucks. So I knew we were in the right area. And then my trail cameras were even telling me, yeah. And then my trail cameras were telling me we we're in the right area too. So, uh, but I wasn't getting any pictures at that farm with that freak, freak nasty is what I ended up naming that, <laughs> that buck. Um, I like that. I, yeah. And well, my, my buddy Tyrell, I ended up, when I first got trail camera pictures of him, I sent it to him and he said the name and it, it stuck, bro. I'm like, that is a perfect <laughs> name for this buck. <laughs> Cause there's really no, you know what I mean? Like there's, it's just perfect. So, yeah, uh, Anyways, uh, so yeah, we're sitting doing all the scouting or whatever, and then the summertime hits, and uh, so like I said, I was I was getting good buck pictures, but never of this particular deer. And then as I'm leaving that farm that I <clears throat> got permission to, um, I was leaving that, and I happened to look over and seen some big bucks on the neighboring property. And so that's when I went, you know, and asked uh, the neighbor if I could get permission. And luckily I get pretty, I get pretty lucky asking for permission. I'm pretty, <laughs> knock on wood, I'm pretty blessed at asking. But uh, no, the I dude said. looking dude, Orlando. They just see like, <laughs> look at, look at this. Yeah, guy. no kidding. Guy, man, I got to give him permission. That's studs on the property. <laughs> <laughs> it might just be the smile, bro, in all honesty. I have a good <laughs> smile. <laughs> what Orlando hasn't told us that that's a 
boys that are lonely. <laughs> Man, and, and that's what hey, you got to do what you got to do to get some property. Right. If I got to give them a little kiss, I'll do a little kiss. <laughs> oh, you bet, man. I've done a lot of sketchy stuff for some hunting property. Ain't gonna lie. <laughs> you got to risk it for the biscuit, right? Yeah, absolutely, man. <laughs> so yeah, um, to get back to what it was, so we weren't uh, we weren't getting any pictures on that farm. Went to the neighboring property, asked uh, for permission. He said yes, and uh, I snuck my way in there or whatever one of the days during the summertime and. At, at first, it wasn't that hard to sneak in there. You know, it was, you know, everything's still green and everything going in there. The crops or whatever wasn't so hard to sneak through and set a camera back there. And I was getting good buck pictures. And then finally, one evening, I, or it was super late at night, you know, like around 1.30 or I can't remember the time it was. But, like, you know, super, super late at night, early, early in the morning, that buck comes by. And, dude, my heart started racing. I just happened to be sleeping. And <laughs> I happened to be sleeping and then just check my – my phone or whatever and i was like okay trail camera picture then i seen him like there's no way that that's that i mean i'm like is, is he just so close to all the brush that like it just was you know what i mean like that can't be right and then i started scrolling through the picture I'm like oh my that is uh that is him <laughs> that is all that is all 100 percent him so my heart just started getting racy. I was, I, I was instantly just hooked to the spot. I wanted to do whatever I could to, to pattern this deer, figure out what he was doing. And, but in all honesty, it was just too hard to do because he was only showing every, the only pictures I really had of him uh, were early in the morning. Like I said, one thirty, three thirty, one thirty. It was super early. And then I had uh, all these big buck hunters that I'm friends with on Facebook when they, when I was sharing the picture on Facebook, they even telling like, Hey buddy, I don't want to, get your hopes up or nothing. We're not trying to sound like that guy, but since that buck is coming in at that, that time and it's at, and it was, you know, at the end of August going into September, he's like, they were all saying, you know, he might be just transitioning from a summer bed. To, you might just be getting him traveling basically was what they were saying. So I was even kind of getting skeptical with it, but you know, I, I had good faith with myself and, you know, I, then I put a lot of boots on the ground trying to figure him out. And, uh, basically long story short, just to, uh, to get to the point or whatever I what I was doing was every time on all the properties I had access to I had this bulletin board that I have and I would anyone that I would have in the daylight or you know in not day like either daylight or evening as long as it was in the you know a nice colored picture you know not in some dark picture of nothing you know in the nighttime you know uh, of a buck I would write down the time the wind direction and which way they were going in and coming out. So I was writing all this stuff down and saving it. So I did all my homework to all these different properties. It might've been a little above and beyond, but like that, I just knew eventually doing the homework, it had to pay off. And um, so everything was telling me if I wanted to shoot this buck Creek nasty, that he was coming in on this Southwest wind on this, the, the property where I originally thought he was at that summertime bedding property, which now I ended up figuring it was a summer bedding, but you know what I mean? But at the time I was thinking he could still be in here. The wind could be, you know, it, it's right now. It, it was a Southwest wind that day. So me and my brother go in there and we, we were, we were doing a carry on. I never wanted to hang in a, a stand in there and booger anything up. I just wanted to do, do a hang on stand there and we're sneaking in there guys. And it was at least 500 yards of this thick, like, you know, the, I don't even know exactly what they're called. I, I'd call them like cocker birds, but like they're like the 
one's the size of your thumb with the big spikes that like if you go through too much bro it feels like <laughs> it's like velcroing up your 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 clothes and stuff together it's insane so we went through all that thick stuff and i was even telling my brother like there's <laughs> our hunt's over before him again but I, like <laughs> we made way too much noise before we could even you know this every, but we set up the stand and we were seeing another good shooter about 100 yards off but i was even saying like you know we don't get our hopes up even though we didn't see the freak nasty that night now we know where we need to set at so uh, I was even telling myself, we're going to wait for another southwest wind or another uh, south wind to, before we even come back to that property. So we're going to hunt the property across the, you know, across the way that I have. Because I was uh, listening to that deer cast and they kept saying that, you know, don't hunt, you know, because it's the lull, you know, quote unquote, the lull when it's like one of the harder times of, you know, the, you know, how go, you guys how I know how it goes. Where it's just a little bit slower part. But so they were saying, don't. Don't go to the best spots or if you, you know, go to a good spot, go like in the corners, you know, easy in, easy out. So we get to the spot uh, on October 17th because it was, it was been so, it's been, you know, decent weather all of October. Then we had that cold front coming on that Monday and it was super cold and super windy. And I invited my buddy Tyrell <clears throat> to come with me. He, uh, he's he's been a big buck hunter and he shoots he's he's got a bunch on his wall so he knows what he's doing and i was i always like bringing him because he not only is he a great he's my one of my best friends but he shows me what i need to learn you know because i've only <laughs> i've only been bow hunting since uh oh, when was my first year bow hunting um uh 2019 was my first year that's when it was oh, when wow. i first got my yeah so i i've only been so my first buck i got was in 2019 uh the second that second year bow hunt in 2020, dude, it was all a learning experience. If I had the luck that I had in 2020 for my first year in 2019, there's no way in hell I would have ever done bow hunting. <laughs> you know, I, just, I, I didn't, you know, I just had that, that great year in 2019 getting my first buck. And I, you know, took a, a, a quite a few does down. I think I got like five deer or something that year all in all with a bow and had a fantastic year. Then, Never practiced, never, you know, thought, you know, because I, uh, I have a condition, unfortunately, I have a neurological disorder where I have to use a crossbow. So I didn't, I didn't side in the, the scope or anything Just said, oh, you know, it's been good from the previous year. So 2020 comes, bro, I was shooting all over the place and it was, didn't get one single deer in the 2020s, but had the hopes, did the practice and went out the, and then I ended up getting a, <clears throat> Actually, what do you would you know? My first mature buck, I get he was one thirty five, and uh, at a at a public spot, and that was <laughs> I was more than thrilled with him. And my goal every year is, you know, I never want to get you know, it, it wasn't ever to be Boone and Crockett every year, Boone and Crockett. You know, it's just to be just a little bit bigger than the previous year. So last yeah. year was the one thirty five, and then yeah, then so now I'm getting to the deer now. <laughs> Yeah, so you blew yeah, that one out of the water. <laughs> oh, bro, beat it by 60 inches, bro. <laughs> yeah. Insane. Yeah. So then, yeah, we're getting – so now we're getting to the evening of that hunt, and we're coming in, and I'm not even going to so – I'm a super nice guy. I, you know, I just got permission, so I don't, like – you know, I don't own it or nothing like that. It's not a family spot or nothing. So I give my friends, you know, the, you know, I'm like I said, I'm nice, and I was even telling my buddy Terrell, do you want to sit in the stand with me? Or do you want to sit in there by yourself and I can go somewhere different? Or what do you feel? <laughs> and he gives me this, you know, kind of like a weird look looking at the stand. And he didn't tell me exactly 
you know, what he was feeling. And he's just like, uh, let me, let me see. So I'm showing him on the Onyx, you know, where, where this other stand was at a few hundred yards off. And he's like, let me go sit there. That looks really good. And I was telling him it, it isn't a good spot. And he gets set up and I'm set up in my stand. And I mean, I happen to have a trail camera right there in that stand that I haven't checked since July. So I'm sitting there checking trail cameras, you know, I'm like, Oh, this has to be good. You know, I haven't spent months since I've been in this area. And, uh, he texts me and he's like, did you, did you mean to put me in this spot? And I'm like, what do you, what do you mean? And he's texting me back. He's just like, this is a honey hole right here, but this is, this is like buck. This is like the buck country. He's like, we are not shoot. Don't shoot any does. Cause like, this is heaven. He's like, did, he's like, I'm not even alive, bro. Where you're at that stand did not look like it was in a good location. And <laughs> hearing it from an experienced hunter, bro, I was starting to get my, <laughs> my, my yeah. hopes up. And I was like, no way. And then I'm checking the trail camera pictures. And then there, I had one daylight picture of a double drop time that I had, you know, <clears throat> that I was having pictures of throughout the summer too. So we were after him, but he, he had nothing else. Buckwise daylight was showing up on the camera for over a month and a half. So not only was he saying, it didn't look like it was in a good spot. No. And then I was checking the cameras, you know, so I was getting iffy, but everything was telling me from the homework wise, like when I was there uh, at the end of Turkey season, when the sign was still pretty fresh, I was looking and I was, I seen big tracks out there and I was like, this looks like it's a good, a good spot. But I saw, it, I was trying to stay positive, but then again, it was kind of iffy just because everything, <laughs> the double whammy, him saying that and then the trail camera pictures. But anywho, I climbed up in the tree Oh, it was terrible, bro. It was so cold. I am not like, <laughs> it, I, I swear the older you get, the colder you get is what I tell everybody. Uh, and I, Dude, that's hundred percent true. This year, I'm like, dude, how did I handle the cold when I was young? I was like, it takes <laughs> me now. I'm only 28. Like every year I'm like, right. it's cold. I need to get better. Right. That's what I mean, man. And that's, it's all, it's all in the gear. But um, I coincidentally just turned 32. My My birthday was on Friday. So like, this all happened on my birthday happy week, bro. Birthday, man. That's awesome. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. This has been a hell of a good birthday week. But yeah. no, uh, wow. <laughs> well, Linda, let's uh, let's do a little backtracking here. Like, uh, where? Yeah, what yeah, yeah. You, what, what state are you hunting in? I'm in Iowa. Okay. Oh, you in the, the Big Buck Nation, baby? The Big Buck Nation, man. They don't, you know, they, you know, them big boys are here with all that corn, and you know, we got so much beans, and just it's just perfect heaven for them, bro. It really is. It's Buck Paradise. And these uh, properties you're talking about, do they all, like, connect all these permission properties? Yes, they do. Oh, they don't. I'd say the one that I had that was originally pheasant hunting at, it is about a mile away from the other spot that I was at. So they don't connect, but, like, it's close okay. enough for, like, you know, that, like, that other buck was on that neighbor, the pheasant spot where I thought he was on that summer spot. But, yeah, they he only – he traveled already – I mean, I know they travel, you know, and especially they travel a lot, especially during the rut time. But for being the set, you know, the third week or whatever in October, not even, and uh, him traveling over a mile away, it just blew my mind. I, I couldn't believe, like, we didn't even expect him to even be at that farm. It just then when we came upon him, you, yeah, we uh, we came upon him when we recovered him, and as soon as I seen that rack, you know, there's no, there's, you know, who that is when you see that rack up close, like that is freak nasty in the flesh. And, uh, okay, so on the property you killed him, let's just go on, like, a, a description of that. Like, how many acres is it? Uh, let me look that up. I, don't, I never even really put together how much that was. Okay. And is it, like, a mixture of ag land and woods? 
Yep, it's got the it's got it's more it's honestly more agland, but there is some good chunk of the timber that is on it is thick, and then it's got um, not only just the uh, like the pastures, like there's good pasture stuff, but there's beans, there's co- dude, there's corn, is everything, bro. It is just a it's a buck paradise, and I didn't even realize it until. I started, you know, getting more of this experience and everything and just, okay, here's the, okay, I'm pulling it up now. Yeah, that's awesome, though. Like, the cool thing about hunting, man, I guarantee since your first year getting into it at 2019 to now, you've just, you've learned a tremendous amount in those four years, five years. Absolutely. And I, when I first started, uh, my first time ever hunting was, uh, 2017 it's just it's just below 700 acres awesome pretty good chunk chunk. oh bro it's it's a it is a good chunk and it's a it's where we were in turkey turkey hunt at too so it's got turkeys fat dude it is it's a it's a it's a beautiful spot it really truly is wow to find a spot like that in iowa is kind of you know few and far between man that's yeah you hear everybody saying you can't find no land in iowa well you found three good properties or two good properties it sounds like yeah, and uh, I, in all honesty, with the with the door knocking, I have knocked on, I'd say at least a hundred, you know, doors just in Iowa. Not even Nebraska is a whole different story. I I have talked to over fifty people over the phone, knocked on at least a hundred doors in Nebraska. So over a hundred fifty people differently I've talked to, and everyone out there has told me no. But I have every, but luckily, like I said, knock on wood. When I have, I, I have at least. I, what was it? At least five good properties where I where I've got three different shooters on each of the properties where I can go to. That's, That's awesome. good, man. Yeah, I mean, but and everybody thinks you know that, that I'm paying for it, you know, or that I'm just you know spoiled and just give it to like no, I I work my my tail off to you know I ask them and and if there's any farm work that they need, I get the farm work and I help them and do all this stuff for them and it's a lot of work, but man, it sure does pay off. 100 percent. so the property you killed him on it's got a it's about would you say six seven hundred acres yep just a little bit under 700 and uh like the area you went in when you actually killed this bug like what what area were you in like explain that sound like you're in like a little thicket of hardwoods kind of so what it was is uh it was it was like the very corner of the property and i accidentally i uh i seen him on the camera during like the harvest time or whatever coming in and out on this like the the na- one of the neighboring properties and i asked him like hey would it be okay if i this is during turkey season i'm like do you care? yeah yeah this is like when he was out there so it was planting so when he was getting ready to do all the planting and stuff i'm like do you care if i you know if, if it would be easier for me to come in and out during turkey season to take the same way you were using the tractor and stuff and he says yeah, that's fine, but it's the neighbors, you know, and they, they they only gave me access. And as long as you're not hunting, you know, I'm I'm gonna allow it. And I I promised them there's no way I'm hunting on the the so like I even had an easier access way instead of because if I didn't have that easy access way, you had to walk through the the where the bedding area was at, and it was just gonna be way too hard to get in. So luckily, I got this farmer really did bless me, guys. I, I can't even tell you how like thankful and blessed I am from. Anyways, so this spot, spot was in the corner, and so if I'm in the stand, if you're in the stand in it, you have um, to your back, you have thick, thick timber. I'd say about 80, 100 yards of thick, badass timber. And then 
out of that timber, you have, you know, you have a big old hill, which is what's been, when we, when I was in that stand that night, there's a hill that they come out of that timber and they funnel down into this corn. And all night I was watching these and I had a couple of shooters that same night, but just a hundred yards off coming down, chasing these does all night, you know, multiple, just funneling down from this hill. So you have a timber that from this hill that they come out of that funnels into the corn. And then you got beans over to the right as well, bro. So like <laughs> there, there's just, you know, it was no wonder he ended up weighing damn near 300 pounds because yeah. there was, there was corn everywhere. There's beans everywhere. He's got a, you know, he doesn't even have to walk that far away from that thick. You know what I mean? He can go get something to eat, go get something to drink and walk right back into bed. And you're not going to be able to, you're not going to be able to find him. It's so thick back there. Yeah. That's where the big boys hide. All right. So and let's go really back is. to where uh, you were sitting in the stand. You had your buddy Tyrell sitting in a, what was a better stand. So what'd you end up doing after hearing all that? <laughs> I was really, really skeptical. I, I, I was like I said. I was checking the. He told me it wasn't. A, it didn't look like. It didn't look like, and it was in a good spot. And then I was checking the cameras, and the cameras didn't have the best intel. But you know how misleading cameras can be. Sometimes they just may not be. They're just looking one spot, not every everything around it. So I was getting misled. So I climbed up in this. You know, I'm in the stand or whatever, and uh, the wind, bro, was blowing. It was a northwest wind, and a quarter of it was blowing into the bedding, but three quarters of it wasn't. So like I was taking a chance and with everything going on, you know, with me being really skeptical, I was telling myself, I'm just going to shoot a doe. You know, I'm not here for a buck. (laughs) There's, you know, I I don't expect a buck to come. Even the wind was blowing. And uh, even I was, I seen a spike or whatever. He came out, you know, in in the same direction that the freak nasty came, but there was the spike first and then another little buck, but then the, the, the mature does that came in that other part of me, the other part I was saying that that quarter part that was blowing into the bedding and they, you know, they, I didn't know they were there and I moved on accident and I could just see that one's head move real quick and she caught eye on me and blew and ran the hell out of there and they're making all oh, that ruckus. I'm, bro, I thought it was over. I'm like, <laughs> No, I'm like, there, you know, if you, if you just ruined it, I'm like, if a mature, two mature does just bust you, like, I'm mature. The ones that I have on camera are definitely going to bust you. So yeah. it wasn't looking good. <laughs> My hat even out. blew off. <laughs> what time period is this? Like, when was this? This, uh, when I got, we got in the stand, I'd say by three thirty, four o'clock, and he came. That that the big one. There was bucks all night, but there was activity all night with bucks and does all night. But the one that came out came about ten minutes left of shooting light. Okay, yep. and, uh, what, so about what six, so it was like six six fifty. I think the timing was or something like that. But uh, it was on Monday, the seventeenth of October. Okay, it was this past Monday, right? Yeah, ju- yeah just this past Monday. Yeah. Yes, so sir. He's fresh, man. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, man. It, it was so crazy, and uh, uh. Yeah, my hat, dude, my hat blew off and my beanie and everything. So I was freezing in this stand. I, I was not having a good time. Got busted by those does. Already skeptical of this stand. And then uh, right as soon as it was getting ready to be, like I had, like, this is at the time was 15 minutes left of the light. I seen this smaller buck coming in. I'm like, well, this is all I really get to see. So I started putting away my, I even had my cameras and everything, guys. Like, I no. should have had this guy on film. But I was, it was, it's when you don't expect it is when you should just start recording is what I've always been told. <laughs> yeah, yep. that's how yep, it absolutely. works. My, 
My buddy had the God. same thing happen. He shot a public land eight pointer that went just under one forty five, and he just oh, put his camera yeah. gear away, and then that buck walked out like five minutes later. It's it's almost like they know, you know what I mean? They just <laughs> they don't ever want to be recorded, and yeah. so uh, <laughs> I'm putting everything away, you know. And I've seen that little buck come out, and he jumps over the the fence or whatever, and I, I'm ranging him just in case, you know. God, I get lucky, and the, the doe pops out, you know, and. If she does the same thing, I'm ranging where that little buck jumps and it says, you know, 22 yards. I'm like, okay, perfect. Now I know exactly where I need to go. Uh, and then that buck, that little one looks back, you know, and then I all since it's so thick back where it was, um, and the timing, since it was getting super dark, you know, I, I didn't even see the rack at all. I thought it was just a bit, I seen the body and I was like, Ooh, that's a, that's a good doe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then uh, he started getting closer or whatever. And I see all I seen at first, cause it was, like I said, it was so thick was one of the drop times. And I, I you know, I've only shot a one thirty. It was like a, a, a four by four, you know, mainframe four by four, uh, one I've never shot a drop time in my life. So that's when I really started shaking in the, I'm a bigger guy, so when that tree was, you know, when I started shaking, like, you know, every little blast limb, was, it, it was it was almost obvious that I was – not obvious, but you know what I mean? Like, I, the tree was definitely shaking, and uh, <laughs> I grabbed my bow, and I, I didn't even need to bust out the rangefinder because I knew exactly from, you know, ranging that earlier buck, if he takes that same path and hits that mm-hmm. patch of dirt that I, that I, that I marked, it's 22 yards, and he, he did it. He did it exactly how I wanted him to, guys. He – jumped that fence and now he's on our side and he's walking over to that dirt pile. He hits it and he's still walking or whatever. But as soon as he hit that dirt pile and Matt and that used that crossbow or whatever, and it just drilled right. It was 22 yards and drilled right through him. And he ran and ran, he ran about 60 yards is what we ended up estimating that. And uh, I see, I can, I'm watching and I'm not losing this damn buck. And I see him go to jump the fence and, as soon as he goes to jump, he just uh uh-uh, uh he just he just lays <laughs> right there. And at first, I thought he was gonna start rolling down the hill because it's such a steep hill. And I'm like, holy shit, you know? Oh, I, and I'm like, I can't believe it. I I, I just shot. You know, so I messaged my buddy Tyrell. I'm like, bro, oh, I just shot a drop time, and he's thinking it's that double drop time. He's like, no way. He's like, you're lying. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I I I swear, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't lie to you. He's like, here's uh. Uh, he's even saying, uh, "Where where did you shoot it at? Do you feel confident in the shot? You know, do we when should we start looking?" And I said, "I you know, and I, I didn't want to sound cocky or confident. You know, I know I didn't want to sound cocky, but I was very confident in the shot. And I was, you know, showing him a picture on the deer cast. I was like, this is exactly where I shot him. And I was like, if that is where you said at that close of a range, that deer is dead." Yeah. <laughs> and so he he walks back to the uh, to the stand or whatever to meet up with me and. I was even, he's like, well, should we go look? And I'm like, I don't know, bro. Cause I've, I've had a crazy incident with another buck, you know, and I was just, you know, I was telling myself, let's just give it another half hour. Let's go back to the truck, drop off the gear, you know, and let's just, you know, just give it a little bit more time. So we waited in the truck for another half hour. And he's sitting there talking to me and he's just like, what did this deer look like? And I said, I don't, it had a drop time that I seen and a couple extra stickers. And he's like, that ain't the drop, that ain't the double drop that we've seen, buddy. He's like, what did you shoot? And then first we're just smiling, <laughs> looking at each other. I'm like, I don't know, bro. I'm like, I'm not too sure because it was so, like I said, it was so thick. And so yeah. we're trying, you know, we went right to where, you know, the half hour went up. We drove the truck right up to the gate and uh, 
we're looking or whatever, right where that arrow was at and found the blood, you know, we're following the blood and it was a good amount of blood. And like I said, 60 yards, we see the fence line or whatever. I'm like, Oh man, it's now we got to go into that thick timber. And, and as soon as you shine that light, he just, what I said, like when he was getting ready to jump over it, when he couldn't jump over it, he must've, there was a huge opening in the, in the fence and he crawled right under it and like he barely made it on the other side or whatever. And, as soon as we shine that light and we've seen, we just seen the drop, we just seen the drop time and we're freaking out, just hugging each other. Like, oh my God, it's And he's like, what did you do? And uh, I'm coming up on it. And then I realized with everything going on with it, I seen just every, you know, points here, points there, see drop times here, stickers there. And he's just like, Lonnie, what did you do? What did you do? And I was just like, oh my God, this is freak nasty. And he's like, what? And like I'm showing him, and I'm going. We're going real slow with the rack. And he's like, "You shot him on the other farm." He's like, "We're just sitting there hugging. We're good to even do it. We were just That's there. Awesome. Might have been bigger bucks in that area for sure, bro. But we don't scared everything out that night." Yeah, yeah, That's <laughs> yeah, a good feeling, man. Yeah, he uh, he happened to be good friends with uh, raised hunting out of here out of Iowa too, and we took it down the road to go uh, show them, and they put it on the scale and. It was that two thirty four dress, so he was guessing on the hoof about about two hundred ninety pounds, and about uh, they asked him about five and a half, maybe six years old. But uh, my taxidermist saved the, the the bottom jaw teeth is what they need, I believe it was. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna send those teeth into whatever we need to the agent for sure. So I'll know that all here in a little bit as well. That's awesome, man. Yeah, guys. So it'd be cool to kill him by yourself, but to have your buddy there, and then you go show all those guys because there's some straight killers. I follow them for a while. Oh, and and not only jacked up. They they really were, and they're not only they you know good straight like straight buck giant buck killers, but they're super nice and humble. When I pulled, they couldn't even they couldn't even. But he's a I guess his boy, you know. his boy does uh the professional score or whatever for I think for Pope and Young and they were insane. He's like I don't even know where the hell he's even gonna begin. Like this is this is and that's what the when the when the Boone and Crockett score came uh I think like it was the, that night or the night after and he came and said he every time he'd get right he would he would start it and then stop. He'd start measuring and then stop. And I was like, What's going on, but what's what's wrong? And he's like <laughs> he's just like, I don't even know where to begin on this. He's like, This thing is just crazy. <laughs> Yeah, he's been doing. He's been doing it for twenty some. I think was, if you know who Cameron Cobble, I think if that's if I'm saying his last name right, he's been doing it for twenty years. I believe is what he was saying, twenty some years. And obviously, he scored bigger size bucks, but that was definitely one of the freakiest looking ones. He said, <laughs> "Yeah, man, that's a that's that a big awesome. deer, man. That's a big buck, and he is, man. He's just everywhere, but he's got, you know." Th- that's one of them things that you just dream about watching, walking through the trees, you know, to you is something like that. Just this freaky, just stuff everywhere, man. He's really cool. It's a, know, it's something uh, weird. He ended up having, he ended up having, it was a nine by eight with two more. He had two points broken off. He had another with the estimated, because like I had plenty of trail cam pictures of him. He broke off another five inch drop time, unfortunately. Oh, man. Wow. Yeah, so there was he was saying, you know, the scoring wise was like it was one ninety five and an eighth inch, but he was saying if he would have had that first because he like I said, another point and plus that five inch uh uh drop time, it for sure would have been over a two hundred inch deer. Oh yeah, man, for sure. Wow. Yeah, so what did he, what, what did he still end up happy with him. 
He was uh, 195 and one eighth inch gross. But with unfortunately, you know, you know how it is with all that crap, you know, with the deductions because of the, you know, because of the craziness. It was a, uh, uh, it was like 174, like final, like the final total. But they always yes, say nets, nets for fishing and gross is what you really want. But that's right, man. That's right. I always go off their gross score, man. It's like if they drew it, that's what yeah. they are. And that's and that's what he was saying. He's like, you should never deduct an animal on how how beautiful and it's its own uh, its own way of growing it is. You know, it's it's not its fault for growing that way. You should never deduct it on its own way of growing. So that's just that's just Boone and Crockett for you. Yeah, <laughs> not to it, not to. That's it. <laughs> so, uh, like, what happened after you shoot this buck? I'm sure you kind of had to have blown up a little bit, right? Yeah, in all honesty, bro, I, that's what my buddies were even saying. Not just Tyrell, but my uh, another close buddy, Hunter, he came over that night and seen him too. And they're even telling me, because they've been hunting since they were boys. I've only been I've only been deer hunting since 27. So when I first started hunting was 2013. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was 23 years old, but it was just ducks and ducks and pheasants, you know. Like, I just started deer hunting um at you know at at 27 years old you know in 2017 i believe was my first year deer hunt yep that's when it was i have it written down here on this board but no uh they've been hunting since they were boys and they're even like do you even know what you have right here and i'm just like he's a big buck i'm like absolutely i'm like no 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 no." like you you were gonna be just you know everybody's gonna be wanting to see this damn buck and it's been that way man everybody's been it's it's been it's been a blessing is really what it is, guys. I I am beyond thankful and just trying to soak it all in because it's it's been overwhelming. But it's just been I I really did. I I don't want to sound like a that guy, but I really did earn this. I I put in so much. If you can ask any of my friends and family, I put in an endless amount of scouting boots on the ground, just the yeah. gas and time it took. It, I have did my homework on this one and to put it all together. And that was, I even have bigger bucks, even typical wise on camera, bigger than that, the, the one I just scored, you know, but uh, I wanted this one because of how nasty and freaky he was. That's the <laughs> uniqueness, yeah. man. There's, we got exactly one at our farm property. He's got a real good right side, like good five point, right. Then his left side is just weird. But if he walked out, I might just shoot him just because he's such a unique buck. He wouldn't score very good at all, but he'd be a cool mount. And he just said, and he's always a half rack. We've hunted this property for three years, and we've always had a half rack. That's a big half rack. I'm pretty sure it's the same buck. So I mean, I don't think huh. it's gonna change. Yeah, no, and, and pro- yeah, and unfortunately not. And then how I look at it, every, you know, it is cool to get the five by the big five by five or six by six or whatever. But I love the crazy unique ones, man. After getting this one, you know, everybody everybody keeps saying, "Oh, you'll never shoot a buck like that ever in your life again." And what I keep telling everybody is like, do you want me to go out there and put in more work and effort? I bet you. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Right. When, when you said I, that, it's just like, it makes me think of that video. I don't know if you've seen it. It's like a Snoop Dogg. He's like, he's like, last, he's like, I want to thank myself for believing. In me. <laughs> like that, that's how I feel about it. I'm the same way. Yep. Like, it, yep. I'm going to look that one me. up. You can ask me, <laughs> and I'll, I'll say it to everybody. Like, I'm going to, oh, yeah. you might shoot a bigger deer than me, but you're not going to outwork me. Right. It's all about what you put into it, my guys. And, and, and you get into it, what you get out, you know, what you put into it. It's, it's a firm, I'm a firm believer in that. And, I, and I, I do that. I believe in that, too. And it might not happen the first year or it might not even happen the first three years, but you work yeah. your butt off 
you put in the time, you know, put in the money to it, you know, you have the passion for it, you will be rewarded big way, I think, eventually, every time. Man. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. And if you're doing it for the right reasons, like, some dudes can go out there and poach a deer and kill a big buck, but, like, the guys that just do it for the right reasons, it just – it ends up working out for those guys. Oh, absolutely. And that's that was, that's another thing. Like, I try to do, you know, everything by the book. I'm super nice to everybody. I just – I'm a super firm believer in karma. And that's another thing yeah. everybody keep, was asking about was, that don't look like no free-range deer. Was that high fence shooting? I'm just like, oh, no way. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm like, no way, guys. And that was, he was all on his own. Like, I, I couldn't, you know, he was a mile away from where I even thought he was at. You know, I was only in the wrong area because there's a different wind, you know, that, that other big bucks were coming into. And luckily, this guy happened to change his bedding area to the fall bedding, and it worked out for the <laughs> – that wind ended up yeah. working out for him too. <laughs> yeah, and then, you know, you always got to look at the positives, you know. There's, there's going to be people out there, you know, that are jealous. You know, you got the keyboard warrior. Um, you know that are going to say it's stuff like that. Oh, that's a half inch deer. You know, you want to sure. actually tell us where you shot that deer. But it's like you know, you almost have to let that kind of stuff just roll off your back and just look at the positives because there's. Right. there's I, I always like to think that there's more positives than there is negatives that you're going to get mm. from people. You know, it's just all about how you take it. You know, just oh, yeah. ignore all that crap. You know, just let it go, man. Right. And this guy to step off for a couple seconds. Y'all can keep talking. I'll be right back. Sure. Right on, man. But yeah, this guy, uh, he even messaged me and he was even saying that he uh he was pretty sure he had uh the same buck on camera and he ended up sending me camera pictures of that same buck uh hard horned in early october so it was the same one and these guys were after it too and uh they you know they were you know doing the normal thing too asking oh where which which you know where was that at you know and just you know how it always goes and I just, you know, I, out of respect for that farmer and the landowner, I just didn't want no more pressure. And he's, you know, I didn't want him to get all the pressure from, you know, from this deer and then him saying, you know what, nobody can come here and including yeah. Orlando. And, and so I just didn't want to take that risk and explain that to him. And this guy was a super nice, humble guy too. And he totally understood. And so it's just, you know, we're just, we'll stay, we'll stay buddies. And I was telling him whatever, you know, hopefully, you know, whatever you get, just, we'll keep in touch and we'll send each other. And I was telling him, if I get one here in Muzzy season, I'll send a picture of that too. And we end up becoming friends over it. So it was really cool. It was a really cool yeah. deal. Yeah. It's really good. And you gotta, sometimes you gotta watch your back on that too, about telling people, you know, your spots or where you shop, because, you know, I, I've seen it before too, where you shoot a big deer and then you got these other guys, you know, going to this farmer, like, Hey, you know, we'll pay you $5,000 if we can hunt the place instead of, you know, kick Orlando out and let us hunt, you know? So you right. gotta be kind of cautious yeah. of that stuff too, but it's always nice when you can you can make a friendship out of it. You know what I mean? Because a lot of times it can just get nasty. You know, these guys. Well, I watched that deer for five years, and I'm like, well, he's in my freezer. If you want to see him again, yeah. And, so my, <laughs> you know? and that's what I was even kind of telling myself. Like, do I really? Because my buddy was even saying, do you do? Do you even really want to tell that guy? You know, you that it, that is the deer or whatever because. You already have them, you know. You don't need any more trail camera pictures. I'm like, right? Uh, yeah, I see. I see this point, but I was even like, you know, as long as I'm not going to tell them exactly where, but I'm like, you know, it, but if we can get pictures of it, you know, different pictures, I think that'd be kind of cool. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely, man. <laughs> you know, you, you know, hunting needs to be more of a. There, there can be a lot of negative. You know, 
a lot of people just get greedy. You know, it's like they want to shoot the biggest buck. And actually, as Greg Beaker, which is my GBPs guy, we were talking about this the other day, that it seems like you can get – so people can go just absolutely stupid. If, if they know a big deer's in the area or something, that's like they will do anything to get that deer. You know, go out and oh, use a spot yeah. line and all this other stuff. It's like, why? If you're sure. not going to do it the right way, why do it at all? You know, he's like, I, I've known guys that have been straight-laced deer thing by the book their entire life, and all of a sudden they get pictures of a 230-inch deer, and they just go completely stupid. It's, yeah. And you know, and I don't, it's not respectful to, to you. It's not respectful to other, other hunters, and it's definitely not respectful to the animal, you know, my opinion. No, no, that's not, that's not why I do it, man. Like, it, it is great being able to shoot a magnificent, beautiful buck like that. But the reason why I hunt brother in all honesty is because I love deer meat. You know, and there's nothing better than making your, I, cause what I do is when I shoot it, I bring it back to my house. I process it my own. I, I do it all. You know, I make the beef burger or the beef, the, the, the burger from it. I do the jerky from it. I do it all. And it's, it's such an, uh, when I, you know, when I'm giving away some of the meat to my friends or family or some of the jerky and just to hear and see everybody, you know, how good it is and everybody's face when they get the meat that needs it or whatever. It's just, yeah. it's so rewarding putting your own food on the table. So that is why I, that is the number reason why I hunt it is just to yeah. be able to put my own food on the table and anything extra, like a big buck like this is just a, it's just a bonus. Oh yeah, man. It's just the cherry on top, man. Absolutely. It, it really is, man. It really is. I just, I, yeah. I love, I love to eat and I love putting my own food on the table. There's nothing better than a organic free roaming range, duck, big old buck, you know, or some ducks or pheasants, you know, turkey. It's just, you got to love hunting, brother. Absolutely and the best, man. I, I hate it when we get a lot of the, you know, because I'm from Kansas, so you get a lot of these out of state guys. It's nothing against anybody, you know, no non residents or nothing. The only thing I have a problem with is that you can just take the head. And you know. see, that's what and I've had. That there was another property I have access to, uh, deer everywhere on a big bucks everywhere, and we busted an out of a couple out of staters that were out there, and we found two poached bucks, and we were even wondering because like you could see clearly the like the broadhead like the design in a, in a perfect heart shot on these deer, you know what I mean? And it was it, they're right next to the tree stand. Both of these deer, oh, like. Man. It was almost, and then, you know what I mean? So, like, we found those bugs, and then we found, you know what I mean? Like, then we found, like, the, the, the out-of-staters. So, it was, we busted them. And we even went to that farmer that day and asked if like, these out-of-staters had permission. He said no. And the minute we went to go tell them that they had done it, they got, they scurried off the land, and we never found them since, you know? And so, we, they, we think that's what they were doing. They shot these bugs. They were just gathering it close to the side of the road and going to chop the heads off and just leave. It was oh, so man, sad. It really was because, like, these were. I mean, it, it's it's already awful that the fact that they're treating these just like they're trophies instead of like, you know, like creatures. You know, like you're, you know, but it, it, to just leave them there and they were just great. They were big shooter bucks too, and it was it was so sad to see this. You know, bucks that you were after all year to two of them, two of them. Jeez. Yeah. yeah, it was terrible. So that's enough for fighting for Gavin, man. I walked out. It, oh yeah, dude. I, I, I break teeth in for that stuff, man. Hell yeah. And, then, and before I even we we seen the the deer at first, and we're putting it all together. That's why when we pulled up on them at first, they even said, "I'm, I'm asking where." I know you guys don't have permission because I've seen the out of state things, and I even because I was I knew I was the only one who had the permission because the landowner said so. 
And I even said, where, where are you? Where's your buddy at? Cause you're sitting here in the van and he's like, well, he's over there hunting in that stand. I'm like, if you're from out of the state. And so I'm guessing he's sitting in one of my stands that I've been waiting for on a specific day and when, and you're going to sit here and take, I was so, I was livid. I was, and then not only that, we were wondering who uh, ended up stealing a cell camera and three other normal trail cameras that same week, dude, it was, it, everything added up, ended up being these out of staters and no, there's nothing I have against out of staters too. Cause I love, you know, everybody coming to Iowa and being able to be friends with everybody. But you like you guys said, people will do crazy, crazy things for deer, man. And it's sad. Yeah, I don't understand it. Like, I just don't. I don't get how you feel good about it. Like, you know no, I mean? no. Like I said, karma comes back. It's, yeah. Oh yeah, he's gonna. Yeah. <laughs> I try to listen. My little me, brother, his dumb. main rule is uh, his main rule when we go hunt because I get super serious, you know, with everything when I'm out there hunting. His main rule, and I love bringing him, is just just have fun. Just just have fun. Just be thankful we got a day off to be able to hunt. Yeah. absolutely man don't take any day for granted especially a day so you can get out in the woods man yeah. absolutely yep amen to that everybody's gonna die you never know what's gonna be so and that's right so you gotta spend it as much as you can with those ones who are you know willing to go hunting with you or those ones who just want to spend time with you because time is something not a lot of us have and you know for it, it's a it's precious for me to be able to give it to somebody and if you want to waste it then i'll never give it back to you but if you want to sit there and enjoy the time I give you, then it's, you know, then I consider that a, a, a real friend or family, you know? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> My hunting buddies, especially this year, it's taken a whole nother level with John joining the crew and the rest of the other guys joining the crew. It's just, hunt, there's nobody like hunting buddies. You can have really good childhood friends that are your good buddies, but your hunting buddies are just a different breed of good friends. If you got like hey, good guys, you can call them at one o'clock in the morning, dude. I just shot a stud. They're like, "All right, I'm throwing clothes on. I got to be at work at five, but I'm still coming right now." Yes, that's exactly. It's, yeah. it's, you're so right, bro. You're so right. <laughs> I can trust that's, my hunting uh, buddies with my, you know, I like if it was my life other than like some of like my, you know, there's just something about your hunting buddies. You know, you, you, they got your back when it comes to all of it because you, you you trust them with your life in a lot of the situations. So it's almost like military, you know, like it's your it's your brothers. Yep, 100%. And there's nothing like some of my favorite things about hunting is like sitting alone in a tree stand, shooting a big buck's cool, but like the aftermath, like when my buddy shot that big eight point on public this year, we had like five or six of us, Corey from the the Bloodline team, he was with us as well. And then we all went and packed this buck out like a mile, mile and a half, like quartered it up and carried her out i hey luckily i was like hey i'm gonna be the cameraman so i just took this <laughs> shit. <laughs> that you can't beat that bro hell yeah and that's a in on public that's a you know that's that's a hell of an award right there congrats to that guy luckily for me with this with that buck bro uh he was on he ran up that hill where all those bucks were funneling out of so oh we were we just dragged him down the hill and pulled up the dude this is as big as that deer was, you know, and as mature as he was, you would think he'd be in some crazy thick stuff and it'd be a, a bad drag, but it, we didn't even sweat getting him out. You know, like it was, <laughs> it was, it was, it was, it was honestly just a, it was a God given blessing. It was, it was, it couldn't have been the, a better birthday present. <laughs> yeah. That, that Dude, heck no, you can't man. beat that at all, man. Like, I, <laughs> I mean, know. Sounds like your week was just great, man. It was fantastic, guys. It really was. Then talking to you, you know, I mean, I never, if you would have told me last week that I'd be talking to you guys, getting on podcasts and every other thing that's been going on too, I would have, I would have been like, yeah, right. But it almost feels like a dream. So it's, I just, 
appreciate the love. And I, you know, I, I thank you guys so much for you guys' time and everything. I'm, I, I'm really, I'm really thankful. No, Absolutely, man. You, you know, we're, we had a great yeah, time. we always like talking to guys like you, just your, you know, your good, true blue, blue collar guys that, you know, this, this isn't your livelihood. You know, this is just what you love to do. We love talking to people like you guys. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Yeah. Amen, guys. It's, it's, it's definitely, it's definitely a passion, but people say, you know, but it's just, it's, it is just part of, it's a, a thing I love to do and it's part, it is part of my life. And I couldn't have asked for a better, I, I guess, I don't know if you'd call it a hobby or whatever you want to call it, but I couldn't have asked for a better thing to get into. It truly saved my life. Yeah. Well, I'm the same yeah. way. It got me to stop partying again. <laughs> yeah, dude, okay, Andrew, we're definitely in the same boat then brother. Cause like <laughs> I was definitely, you know, when, before I got into hunting, you know, when I was in my, you know, high school, you know, young adult age, it was, I was, you know, you can ask anybody. They never, before I got into hunting, they never would have, they never would have guessed that this is where I would be at. And then getting into hunting and then, you know, learning stuff the hard way. And then, where I want it, what I want to do, and you know, the real adult I want to be. It's, it's really, it, it did save my life, and I, I couldn't have asked for a better thing to get into. Yeah, dude, just being a hunter, and if you're doing it for the right reasons, especially like putting in work and stuff, it just, it really does. It makes you become a better person because it makes you yep. stay dedicated for, I mean, just many reasons. Makes right, you appreciate you. life more, I think, you know. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And my likes it more. She, she'd rather go <laughs> than go partying it on the weekends, you know. There, absolutely. Yeah. If she's, if she is, can agree with and, and accept what you do and, and support you, then that sounds like a winner to me, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That was yeah. almost another thing I almost felt with this deer. Like I was even telling, like as I'm holding it and I'm soaking it all in and I'm just, you know, it's all kind of like rewinding all in my head, all the time and effort, the scouting, the trail camp, the history we had this year, this deer, and as bad as I freaking wanted him, it like as I'm holding the rag, I was telling Rome, like, dude, I don't know if this sounds like a, I don't, I don't know if I could say it on, on you guys, but if this, I don't know if this is a bitch move or not, but it almost is kind of, it's not sad, I don't know the word for it, not sad, but it's just like, it's, it's rewarding that you have the this deer, but it's just like it's sad that the the, that the chase in the hunt is over, you know. Yeah, <laughs> it's almost kind of a bitter. It's almost kind of a bittersweet thing. It's you know, you know, word. you want to shoot that the deer, of course. You know, it's just it's just now that you have you've accomplished what you wanted to, you know, it, it, and it also goes back to just having a tremendous amount of respect for the animal. I think. And that's what it is, bro. I, I have a hundred percent respect for the any every game that I. uh any game that I ever, yeah, you know, harvest, heart kill or harvest, whatever you want to, you just uh, I always say a prayer, man, and always thank the big man upstairs for being, being able to, being able to take, you know, take its life and be able to put it on my table. Yeah, man, we're blessed. Like people, like I think people in America, especially, take hunting for, I mean, everything for granted. But for us, since we're diehard hunters, they they take hunting for granted, and some people will never be able to do what we want in other countries, you know. That's yep. that's right. That is a hundred percent right. I can't like my, my 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 one of my brothers travels all all around the world, and he was even saying like America has just the you know it is just with the we have a little bit of everything you know what I mean for the forest, the desert, you know, mm-hmm. Arctic. Like we have it all. Like there's nothing, you know, there's nothing better than right back here at home. You know, it's just it's so beautiful right here. Yeah, 
And the Midwest is the best of them all, baby. Come on. I love it, too. And, and especially, you know, a lot of people argue, oh, the snow, the snow sucks, you know. And I, I love the cold and the snow. And especially being a hunter, you you, you, you learn to love and accept it, too. Yeah. So the Midwest is just straight beautiful, bro. And then the people you meet are just super humble and kind. So you just really can't beat it. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. I went to, like, New York State and stuff. I've never been to New York, New York. But just when you're those, like, more eastern cities, people are just not as nice. They're just not. I have not. Yeah, I've only been to, like, the southern, like, so, like, Florida, you know, in Florida and all the southern states. I've never really been out east. So, like, I, I couldn't, I don't know what it would be like out there in New York. I can only imagine the big city guys. <laughs> weird, man. I remember, like, saying hi to somebody, you're holding the door, and just people don't even acknowledge you. And just, like, little things like that. It's just, like. Yeah, you, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's how I am too. As soon as I hold it, and they don't say nothing back. You just like, well, yeah, yeah, well, f you too. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm a little fiery. Somebody do that, I'm like, well, damn, he's having a bad day. Like, yeah. they hear him, so they can hear me. And half the time, they're like, oh, my bad, man. <laughs> there you go, bro. Don't ever be as don't ever be afraid to speak your mind. Is what I've always been yeah. told. <laughs> yeah, you know, Angelo, uh, one of our brothers on the bloodline. You know, he lives in Chicago, so I'm sure he deals with those people oh, yeah. every day. Yeah, and he's like, I, I, I don't know exactly what he does for a living, but I think he's like a nurse, basically, or yeah. something like that. Yeah, so he he's in the medical field. Yeah, yeah, he has to deal with some people in that field, like you know. Oh man, Chicago, yeah. People coming in there sick and hurting. Oh man, yeah. He probably sees a lot of action. That's for sure. Yeah, you know, is, good. Thank God, he's a really nice, humble guy. You know, he's super, oh, yeah. super he's so awesome nice. guy. So you know, that's I think that helps him out a lot. He's always positive and stuff. So, but yeah. you know, dealing with people like that every day, you about gotta be. Yeah. Right. That that makes total sense too. Yeah, he sees the worst, of the worst of it. So like, he probably really yeah. thanks God for like what's been going on in his life compared to like the shit that he sees. <laughs> yep. Yep. Well, Orlando man, is there anything you want to plug dude or talk about before we get off here? I don't know guys. I think we, I think we nailed it on the head there. Is there anything else like, uh, that I'm missing or anything or. I don't think so. Did, did John, uh, ask you if, uh, like any magazines hit you up or anything? Uh, real treated. Really? really? That's awesome. Yes. Yep, they did. I have an interview, actually. Uh, I'm supposed to fill out. The, he sent me an email. I'm supposed to fill out. There's quite a few questions and stuff, whatever. So I'm going to fill out everything. And uh, I believe they're going to use all that info and put the picture in Realtree. That's dude, that's awesome, awesome man. Yeah. So, it was, dude, like I said, man, like, if you would have told me this before, like a week before, uh, <laughs> I would never have believed it, bro. So it's, it is like a the biggest birthday wish and gift that you could ever give to somebody, brother. Oh, I am just, I can't awesome. think, I can't thank God enough. I wish I had a fall birthday. I got a June birthday. It's cool. <laughs> it's cool to have a June birthday, but it'd be way cooler with October and November. It's not bad, bro. And, and, and usually like since I've been hunting, you know, they, like I said, they always say it's the lull because my birthday is the 21st around yeah. my birthday. So, uh, the only thing I've ever, ever gotten on my birthday was, a. uh, uh my first fall Tom. So, you know what I mean? Like it was cool getting oh. a turkey on my birthday, but it was never, I never got a buck or anything like that. Birthday week or birthday day or nothing like that. So this, this birthday year, I don't know if I'll ever, that might be, it's going to be a tough one to beat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely, man. You can get a, you get a pretty nasty buck on the ground on your birthday, man. I mean, you, that's, that's a good birthday wish. I don't know what you were wishing for that day, but something happened. <laughs> it definitely <Yeah>. did. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody was listening. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, that's for sure, man. So, Orlando, I want to ask you, kind of like, where where do you go from here? 
you know, are you going to just strive for that? Are you going to try to go for a bigger one next year? Well, like I said, the, the goal for me when I first started hunting was just to just to beat you know the goal from last year just by a little you know just a little bit. So yeah, I'm going to do what I can to beat that, but uh, I, <laughs> it's going to be awful, awfully tough. So, but but now I now I know you know be, getting a real I mean, you know my first deer the first mature deer that 135 last year like you know it, it was it's just a difference in terrain from that deer versus this deer. It's just, uh, you, you start learning that stuff. So it's almost like I, I'm going to push myself to see what definitely, cause like I have a, like I said, I have a couple big ones on camera right now that are, <laughs> are pretty damn big and they typical wise would probably score bigger than what this guy would. So I would, I, I can't wait to show you what's going to be in store for late muzzleloader. <laughs> absolutely man and, and and don't ever get that thought in your head either man that you won't ever top that deer because i've said that uh, before too so a lot of people know. have said you know you'll probably never shoot something like that but in all honesty fellas and i don't i don't ever want to sound like a cocky guy but i always you know I, from but when i hear people say that it just makes me want to you you want me to i'll go scout harder i'll go you know work yeah. my ass up harder i'll go deeper in the woods you're like I'll, you know, I, when someone says that I can't do it, it just makes me want to be like, you want to bet? <laughs> yeah, yep. give you a little challenge. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, and it does. And that's how I look at it too. That's how I look at it too. But I, I put in, I put a lot of homework into this one. It's, 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 it's great to be able to pass it. <laughs> yeah, that is awesome, man. I'm fired up for you. And John told me we were doing this podcast. <clears throat> I was like, heck yeah, man. I was, no, uh, I'm glad you guys got a hold of me. That just, that really means a lot. I was, you know, I was super. You should. It's my brother. They're out there watching the Packers game right now. I don't know how the heck that's going on, but uh, oh, uh, do you guys know it? Do you guys know how that's going on? <laughs> I don't know, can, man. But they are not doing hot this year. That's for damn sure. <laughs> yeah. No, but the Commanders aren't either. So you know, they might be able to pull I that know. one out. This is, and if they don't, if Pac don't do it, man, then that's, I'm going to call it. That's probably the end of the year. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure, man. <laughs> but that's what he was, I was even telling him right before I was getting on the line, I'm like, oh, I'm so nervous. I'm so nervous. He's like, what do you mean, brother? Like, this is something you love doing. You love talking to people about hunting. So just, just be yourself, you know? And just, yeah. I always just got to tell myself that. I just, I think I overwork it up. <laughs> no, yeah. you were very easy to do this with, man. You got a gift for gab like we do. So, man, we truly appreciate this was a very fun one man hell yeah i appreciate that fellas that means a lot it really does yep i'm say just dude we're done why don't you put another big buck down we have to get you back on dude yep. absolutely yeah yep i'll get it I, so i'll just give you should i just give you guys a holler back on that same number then yeah man oh yeah man. Yep. if you have any questions or anything you can always text us absolutely and whoever i have that number whoever i gave that number to and uh, if they want to pass it on to whoever I'm, uh, who doesn't on this thing too, I don't know who was who. I'm sorry, guys, but uh, yeah, yeah no, you guys man. got my number. Just just give me a holler, and I got you guys' number, and I'll do the same thing, and I'll keep you guys posted. Awesome, man. That's what we. That's what the bloodline's about. Like it's a multi-meaning name, but the bloodline is just people that love hunting in your whitetail bloodline, man. Just getting all the people we can together and talk to more guys. It's just that's what we love. There's nothing better. Yep. You know, love seeing it bouncing across, you know, the entire United States, you know, all the way from Pennsylvania, all the way far west, man. You know, we, we love just hearing, especially like this time of year, hearing what's going on, different with the buck movement and stuff like that. You know, just state to state and just see what everybody's, you know, seeing and how everybody's doing, man. And this right. is the first, Orlando. You are our first Iowa guest. Really? 
Yep, surprisingly, surprisingly. Oh, you wow. We would have got one on already, but no, if you're the first. Sure. No, yeah, and from everybody that I've been following on Facebook and everything, it's been it's been semi slow here. There's been you know bucks been you know been hitting the ground and everything, but nothing too crazy. But there's been there's been some bit you know good ones, but it's just I think it's just you know it's they have which we just got like this eighty degree weather the last couple of days after just yeah. having like forties and fifty. So I think right. It, it, oh man! So that's why now that I'm tagged out, that's what I'm gonna go do is focus putting on these these cameras on uh, scrapes now and putting them in the better spots and getting ready for muzzy season because I yeah. I have one that I uh, I have a big one that they were guessing when I was uh, uh, showing a bunch of people they were saying dude that deer from the angle and everything even in vel- you know just at least 185 you know just <laughs> so we'll see we'll see he's a stud but he's a yeah, so we'll we'll see. I I got my you know I, if I got if I put my mind to it I can do it. So I, I I'm gonna keep my fingers crossed and do what I can, fellas. <laughs> yeah, man, that's awesome, dude. I think I think the Whitetail Woods are about to get fired up after this. I'm actually about to record our second episode of the weekly Whitetail Report and start talking to some guys around the country, seeing what they expect sure. the week to, to be. And and that's what I was telling a bunch of my friends. I'm like, it's getting closer. Like when it, it's it's, it's Closer to Halloween time when you can start grinding, start rattling, you know, start, you know, doing all that stuff. It, it gets, you know, get a little bit more aggressive. It gets a little bit more fun, you know, and it's yep. that's when it starts getting real nasty out. <laughs> we'll get the decoys the next... out, man, and get the dust blown off of the decoys and get ready, man. Yes. Yes. The next cold front we get is going to get things, I mean, instantly rocking. I think that yeah. next cold front does are going to start hitting extra cycles more and then bucks are already cruising. They're they're yeah. ready. They're just waiting for them does. Exactly, exactly. When I was seeing that the other day, them chasing uh, the does, and the, I mean, you know, they're just doing their thing. But it's only, you know, it's just it's getting you excited, and it's almost wondering if they're kind of like you know slowly getting into it too up here. Yeah, because between yeah. all of our guys, we got six, seven guys, and multiple of us have trail camera pictures or videos of bucks bumping does around throughout the whole country. Yeah. So. Yep, yep, dude. So it, it's it's kicking off, isn't it, fellas? Like we're getting so much closer and closer. It's about to get, like I said, real nasty and crazy out. It's it, yeah, it, 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 it's all bittersweet to be tagged out, but it's like, man, I wonder. You know what I mean? So that's I'm gonna do a lot of filming and just hanging out with some, you know, yeah. my friends and family and seeing what else is in the area. Yep. And I actually got rutcation for the first time ever this year, so I'm excited. Rutcation. That. that sounds perfect right there. Hell yeah. yeah. I'm pretty sure it's the se- the second week of November, nine days after that. So. Oh, bud, perfect. Hell yeah. Yeah, me and uh, one of our team members, Dylan, we're both taking off. Going to do a little moving around from Kentucky Public to Indiana. So. Oh, nice. Have you ever Have you ever been out there to Indiana to hunt? Then? Uh, that's where I live, actually. I'm. Oh, okay, of, okay. Like me, Dylan, Corey, Michael, we're all from Indiana. John's Kansas. Tyler's Pennsylvania, and then we got Angelo in Illinois. And then gotcha. I live right there by Louisville, Kentucky. So I'm legit right on the border of Indiana, Kentucky. So I can drive to multiple public land pieces in Kentucky in an hour. So. Oh, yeah. Okay, nice, nice. That sounds like a good, nice little spot then, too. Yeah, and uh, we got a couple good bucks back there. We just haven't been back in a few weeks, so I think we're – I've heard that day. about Kentucky. I was watching this uh, one of these hunting guys, and they were saying, like, Kentucky's like a sleeper state. <laughs> oh, yeah. Indiana's, I think, the biggest sleeper state in the country. Yep. Nobody just no talks shit. about Indiana. Oh, yeah. Huh. There's, hey, the world record came out of Indiana last year. I guess yeah. I can – yeah. 
Okay, okay, okay. I want to look that guy up. Okay, damn, good for you guys. Nice. Look, look at the Huff Buck. He, the I Huff have a podcast Buck. with him. It's the United States uh, world record, and it's only like I don't even remember three inches behind the Milo Hansen. But yeah, yes, I think it's less, just less than three inches. Yeah, behind Milo Hansen's dude. It's it's a you talk about a huge typical man. That, yeah, that thing's like pretty historic. Nice. So uh, what, what what did he get that? Man? What was that? Oh, what year did he get that? Shot that? I think it was oh, 2020. So like just it. recently then. Okay, nice, nice. He shot it on Dang. like October like 12th or something like that last year, I believe. Did you guys ever get to meet this guy then, or do you know him personally? I, I did. We went to the Indiana show after we did our sure. podcast because we did a podcast like four days after he did it. We were the very first person that got him on a podcast, which was really cool. Yeah, good. That's odd. Yeah, you guys are the first ones I talked to, too. You know, uh, yeah, I haven't talked to anybody else. So, like, this is – it's been an honor. So, I'm super excited. <laughs> but, yeah, that had been I, really cool talking to that guy. Yeah, I saw him in person and saw the buck in person. And, then like, pictures don't do it justice until you walk up to it. He's a super humble guy. And uh, he only shot it probably an hour, maybe an hour and a half max from where I live. No kidding. Well, at least you know you're close, you know what I mean? So <laughs> – you no, know, just get on some, just start door knocking. You know, fuck, maybe you can get one on some of the genetics out there. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what we're gonna do a lot next year is try to door knock like Kentucky, especially just because at that yeah. state and hunting the public. Kentucky public's hard, man. Even I've been hunting it's, Indiana public a lot this year, and it's so much easier to hunt than the Kentucky public. Luckily, here in Iowa, dude, our public is it's prime, bro. It's it's well, when if you especially when I normally go during like the week. When everybody's at work, I I never knock on wood. I never normally get pressured or anything. Like you might get a, you know, a guy, but you know what I mean. But there's so much of it, and like we they take great care of it. You know, there's not only so like the when we went hunting in Nebraska, the difference in their public versus ours. Like, yeah, you got the land for it out there in Nebraska, but like here we have the land for it. They take care of it, and then. uh they put the ag, you know, out there too, like corn and, yeah, you know, beans awesome. and Milo and all that stuff. Like it bring, it really makes that public prime here in Iowa. So, yeah. so like, in, in all honesty, some of the private sponsors that I have, some of them that I have access to are more pressured than some of the uh, public spots that I have just because everybody wants to be on private. Nobody, you know, everybody thinks public's going to be too pressured or too hard, but just, Sometimes the private can be, you know, more pressure than public. Oh, yeah, man, that's a good way to that's a good way to look at it. Yeah, yeah. My family property gets pressured way more than a couple of these public pieces I go to, and it's got way bigger bucks because of it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, yeah. So that's another thing that was that other farm uh, uh, that those bucks were poached on or whatever. I was that's one thing I was learning the hard way too. Was I was wondering why there wasn't any big that that many big bucks on there. There was, but wasn't. But and the thing that I was thinking I was coming to conclusion with there was so many like one twenties, thirties, and forties that there were just there were so many of these young dudes just keep kicking these old older mature ones that I was getting you know every now and then they're just they you know those older guys don't want they don't want the pressure they don't need it they'll just you know go somewhere a little bit more secluded and just yeah. yeah. I forgot I was getting at something. I don't even remember, damn it. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, guys, I got to actually get off here pretty soon. I got to start doing this sure. white tail weekly report. I already talked to some guys and put some times that they were available. But Orlando, sure. man, where can people find you if you want to plug anything or anything like that? 
You can find me on Facebook at uh, Orlando Vavone, and uh, I'm on Instagram too. I think it's Orlando underscore Vavone. So yeah, I I usually go by Orlando Outdoors, but yeah, guys, it's Orlando Vavone on Facebook or on Instagram, and you'll find me. You'll see the you'll see the big old buck on the on the picture. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Thank you for taking the time out, dude. I know it's we're all busy this time of year, and we I truly had a great time recording this one with you. I appreciate you a lot, Andrew Orlando. No, no, I appreciate you guys too for having me on and all you know the love and everything. And I had a great time talking to you guys. And anytime you guys want to talk, I'm I'm always willing to come on the show. And we I love talking hunting. And as soon as I get one for Muzzy season, I'll keep you guys posted with that one too. <laughs> it's easy to talk to. That's like why I felt that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think so too. Hell yeah. We're just not like we're not formatted like a lot of these guys that are super serious and they're talking about just in a serious way and just make you feel kind of awkward. I've I've listened to a lot of podcasts and some hosts make their guests kind of feel awkward sometimes, and that's the last thing I want to do. I just want to be right. like I met you on your tailgate and you're telling me about this bug. That's kind of how I right. You know, I've done some and podcasts I- with some other guys uh, last year. Uh, after I shot a, a good one last year and, uh, you know, they were all like, well, what kind of mode you shoot? No, what kind of broadhead you're using? You know, are, oh, is boy. there any particular <laughs> stroke camera that you like to use other over others? I'm just like, really? Sure. Sure. They get really <laughs> into it. Then, huh? <laughs> yeah. Like you said, they're yeah. from that pressure. but like you guys said, it, it, and I think that's why I was nervous too, is because I know, you know, some of those podcast guys are that way and they really put that pressure on it. But like being able to be myself and talk to you guys and like, we're like, hell, like I just, you know, like I just mentioned, like you said, like I just mentioned on the back of it, you know, some public on my tailgate, you know, just yeah. being able to talk to you guys, like, you know, like we're buddies instead of me being freaked out, you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's made it a lot easier and shows a lot about you guys, you know? So like, you guys are the kind of people people like to talk to. Being freaked yeah. out with somebody else is not worth it in my book. <laughs> yeah, yep, exactly. man. we appreciate That's, that, man. Yeah, I'm saying we're just getting started, man. I think we got some big yes, things sir. coming in the next future or in the near future. Between we're starting to video a lot and stuff, and uh, we we just got to get it edited. It's hard to yes. get the time. Bye. All the guys and the white tail adrenaline guys, all the credit in the world because it is time. All the, bro, it all really is, man. It, <laughs> And it seems every time I get up in the stand, I'm just I'm just too late. And dude, the camera stuff is in my bag. I'm just too lazy to get the crap out, bro. And said it like I said, I had everything with me that day. Even had a nice GoPro, or whatever that my girlfriend got me. And I I just it was getting late, and I didn't I did not think that that was gonna come out. <laughs> and then yeah. it's and that's what I've been told. Just re- just keep it out, record when you least expect it. It's when it happens. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but all right, boys. Man. I appreciate you, boys. John, thanks for getting on here with me. No, yes, sir. Orlando, dude, this was it was a pleasure. I appreciate you a lot, brother. I appreciate you guys. Thank you for the love. Thank you for the time. And anytime you guys want to talk, you just, just give me a holler. All right, all right.